All right, so this should be fun. Yankees 23 and 19. The Blue Jays are 24 and 16. Jake Bowers, six for his last 14. He's ready. Alec Manoa is ready. And let's do it here in Toronto. Pitch outside, we're underway. Clint Vondrak is the home plate umpire. James Hoy, the crew chief, is at first. DJ Rayburn at second. John Lipka is over at third. There's a strike, one and one. You cannot ask for a better opportunity. If you're Jake Bowers right now, I mean, opportunity's knocking. Let's check out Vondrak. The scattering report has him as hitter friendly. Calls fewer high strikes, fewer inside strikes on lefty batters. Relatively new. He's in his fourth big league season. Two and two. The roof is open here at Rogers Center. It's been a beautiful day in Toronto. They expect a fairly big crowd. Swing and a miss. Down goes Bowers. One away. Well, there's a reason they call it high and tight if you're a right-handed pitcher. Facing a left-handed batter, that's where you want to try to throw it if you can, especially with a little hemp on it. 94 miles an hour, right on by. So here's Aaron Judge. Just a rock'em sock'em series between the Yankees and the Rays, and Judge made the final out in the bottom of the ninth inning yesterday and just missed a game-tying home run against Jason Adam of uh, the Tampa Bay Rays. Just missed it. And the wind had something to do with it, had an effect, said it uh, brought it in 28 feet. But everybody in the ballpark thought this was out, including Jason Adam. For 111 miles an hour up a judge's bat. How did that not leave? Grounded foul. You know, we talk a lot about Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it yields home runs. Everybody talks about the short porch, but. And a run as a run scoring environment it, it plays fairly neutral and a lot of it is because of Death Valley where Aaron Judge hit that ball. High drive right field going back Springer turning looking see ya a home run the other way for Judge and it's one nothing Yankees. That's the first place I wanted to see in this new revamp off ballpark, Michael, was that particular part where the new bullpens are. A little bit shorter dimensions now. The fences have been brought in a little bit. Aaron Judge takes advantage right away. Ninth home run of the year for Judge. That'll bring up Rizzo. High fly ball right field. Backing up is Springer. He's there to make the play. 
Another look at this four-seamer up and out over the plate, and Aaron Judge goes up and gets it. Great shot right here as Springer knows it. That's not coming back. Classic spinning on the back leg from Aaron Judge. Glaber Torres wraps one to left center field. It's a base hit. Varsho will field as Torres picks up a two-out single. Aggressive. First pitch running in. Glaber's ready for it. The Yankees are starting to swing the bat much more aggressively the last 10 games or so. Here's Willie Calhoun pitch outside from Manoa. It's that fine line Michael between getting good pitches to hit but also not letting a good one go by if it's the first one. High drive right center field. Going back, Kiermaier, turning, looking, see ya! A two-run home run for Calhoun. It is 3-0 Yankees. Another left-handed batter doing damage on Alec Manoa this year. And once again, right down the pipe. Here's Volpe. Outside 1-0. Third home run for Calhoun. He now has eight ribbies. Two one oh. Volpe in his last five games, three home runs and eight ribbies, overall six and 17. If you look under the hood at Anthony Volpe's numbers, they're all well above average in terms of exit velocity, his barrel rate. Quality of contact, in other words, he's hitting the ball hard, consistently. Sooner or later, that's going to pay off, and it's starting to. Fouled away into the seats, two and two. And here's Springer. A strike. Let's check out our pitcher scouting report brought to you by Nissan. And this first start since rookie ball 10 years ago when he's a member of the Blue Jays and the opposing pitcher was Luis Severino. We ended up throwing five shutout innings back in 2013 in June. And he's tough on right handed batters. A 171, 256, 257 triple slash line. That's why he's going to face the top of the order here. And, and after Jimmy Cordero, it's going to be here's Johnny. Johnny Brito going to be the bulk guy following up Jimmy Cordero as the opener. 
So here is Bo Bichette up and in as his helmet goes flying. Jimmy Cordero throws a running hard two-seamer. When you get under it a little bit, it could ride up and in. You can see that spin. Introducing himself to Mr. Bichette. Fouled the other way. Bichette with 54 hits. That's the most of any player in the American League East. He's a hit machine. 191 in 2021. 189 last year. Also first with total bases, 87 total bases. Chopped up the middle, right there is Volpe. Two down. Let's look at the game time weather presented by Bigelow, the official hot tea of the Yankees. It's a gorgeous day, 72, and it feels just like that. Humidity is 29%. The wind out of the west at 16 miles per hour. The CN Tower. Perfect night for baseball. So here's Vlad. We talked to Aaron Boone before the game. The question was, what if Cordero has a, has a quick one, two, three inning? Will you run him back out there for the second? I think that, they were going to decide that right before the game we see Johnny Brito warming up in earnest so if you get Cordero out now then he can pitch again tomorrow if you need him in that bullpen or do you try to get greedy and push another inning out of him just a nine pitch first inning ball fouled away Oswaldo skips rope. He's starting to come around after a real tough streak. He's eight for his last 22 in his last seven games with eight runs batted in, hitting 364. He had seven ribbies in the first 29 games of the year. Just feels like a better role for him, moving around, playing a little more infield. You know, him as the everyday starting left fielder was always a bit of a stretch. And he worked the walk. Lead off walk. Cabrera goes to first. All right, let's take a look at Manoa's arsenal on StatCast 3D by Google Cloud. There's the uh, comparison between this year and last year. Yeah, I mean... His sinker's still really good. He threw probably more four-seamers last year. The slider's the story for me this year. That's the one that he's had trouble with, especially the left-handed batters. Did they get him? Yes, they did. He was leaning. He was going. And he got picked off. Well, he's staying at first base as if he might be safe. We'll see if the Yankees challenge. They will not challenge. 
So one down. Oh, very close. close. Yes. Nagashoka pops it up. Long run for Belt toward the seats, but it's about five rows back. Well, Manoa, his strikeout rate is down. His walk rate is nearly double. His ERA was 2.60 over his first two seasons, 4.83 coming into this game. So something is amiss. They're just trying to find out what. And strangely, Davis, the, 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 the game that he faced the Yankees on April 22nd, he was the old Manoa. Yes. Seven innings, two hits in the lower run. He gets fired up for the Yankees. You know, there's been some conjecture. He is a big, burly guy that maybe the pitch clock is tiring him out. But would that affect that just one pitch? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I mean, let's get through a little bigger sample size and talk about pitchers and injuries and recovery in between. Whether you can talk about the pitch clock being a factor or not. One thing about a slider, Michael, is over the last two years, it's really breaking much less. The quality on it as well. 2021, he had 7.9 inches of break above average, horizontally speaking, that sweeping slider. It's down to 3.8 this year. So he's lost like three, almost four inches on that slider. Let's take a, a deep dive into Alec Manoa, the Indeed player resume. 11th overall pick in 19 out of West Virginia. All-star last year, finished third in the Cy Young voting. And is here against the Yankees, as David mentioned earlier, 1.93. Best since 1920 of any pitcher with a minimum of seven starts. But that has gone up with the three runs he gave up in the first inning. There's Hicks, 1-0. Hicks has been out since injuring his hip, scoring from third. Not enough to put him on the I.L., but... Good enough to be in the lineup right now. Two and out. Three nothing Yankees. Judge home run, solo shot. Two run shot by Calhoun in the first. Two and one. You talk about the Yankees and taking a chance on their lineup. Willie Calhoun paying big dividends first at bat. The left-handed lineup. LeMahieu and Bader are probably going to be in this game before it's over. Especially on defense for Bader. Line drive. It's a base hit. Over belt and into right field. Springer Fields turns and fires. So Hicks with a two-out single. Numbers are pretty stark, and you see there that slider is just kind of sitting there and hanging. Exactly what we were talking about in terms of the break. Posing batters, left-handers are hitting 353 off of that pitch this year. The 753 slugging percentage. So that's why the Yankees went with this left-handed hitting lineup. Jake Bowers takes inside 1-0. Aaron Boone, it's talked about Bowers as a guy he really likes. 
Didn't quite see it in spring training, but he feels like he's got a chance to really stick. An obvious open hole in left field for the Yankees in their lineup and a left handed bat with pop would be just what the doctor ordered. Three and oh on Bowers with Judge on deck. It's exactly the way it's played out for Manoa this year. Against left handed batters, 17 walks and 17 strikeouts so far this year. So three and one on Bowers. Try to get a repeat of the first inning. The only problem with that is is that if he gets in trouble you got to bring Brito in in the middle of an inning. So that's the gamble for Aaron Boone and, and Matt Blake. You would prefer that Brito came in on a fresh inning with nobody on base. And even if he works a one two three inning where he has to throw 25 pitches which happens then is he available tomorrow. Probably not. Grounded foul. So he threw nine pitches in the first inning. Two and two on Varsho. Umpire scatter report was dead on. <laughs> the hitter's umpire. Nice try by Kyle Higashioka back there. Just missed. Still two and two. Blue Jays have won three in a row. They just swept the Braves. An impressive sweep. And they've won six of eight. And the pitch. Well, making him work. Throw seven pitches to this battery through nine to get three outs in the first. And the at bat continues. Marshall kind of got off to a slow start this year, but he's been much better as of late. Blue Jays really coveted him in the offseason, really went after him, thought he would fit this lineup so well. All that right-headed pop they have, they really needed a counterbalance and somebody who could play defense. Still two and two. All high quality pitches too from Cordero. Good pitches. Good foul offs. 
Line drive. Oh, what a catch by Volpe. He went up and came down with the line drive for out number one. See, he is pushing the limit, is Volpe. Great anticipation and athleticism. He's just on the other side of the bag and then moves and jumps. How about that reaction time? There's Travis Chapman. He takes a strike. Chapman was the player of the month in April where he hit 384. This month he's hitting 174. 0 oh and 2. Let's take a look at the Genesis hitter scouting report on Chapman. Well, you said it, Michael. The April fire. He was a player of the month in the American League in April, and then those May struggles, those numbers you men mentioned. But one thing that's constant with Chapman is his glove is gold at third base, and overall the numbers are still solid. Going to be a free agent at the end of the year. Driven out to left field on the run is Bowers, and he makes the play. Nice play by Bowers. Defense supporting Cordero in this inning. Wasn't sure he was going to get there. I'm not sure he thought he was going to get there. As you see, he's a little off balance. Almost jumped too soon, but good coverage. And a pitch clock violation on Cordero, so it's a 1 0 count. Whit Merrifield, a really solid hitter, hitting 281, home run 15 rubies. Versatile player, play all over the diamond. So that's 2 0 now because of the violation. Three and oh. Brandon Belt is on deck. Strike one, three one. Well, Johnny Brito has had plenty of time to get loose, so. If you lose this guy, you could bring in the changeup throwing Brito for the lefty hitting belt. Three and two. Two and oh on Judge. Good take. With this home plate umpire back there, the early read, we know, we, we showed you. He's more hitter friendly. You've got to get Manoa in the strike zone. Two and one. Cordero gets some love. And Cordero had some game face on before the game in the clubhouse, the Yankee clubhouse. He, he had the look of a starter. Did his job, Michael, but you're right. He's probably out for tomorrow. But it is a big four-game set here, so maybe games three and four of the series he could be back. 
Just missed the outside corner. Judge works a walk. Good at bat. Laying off that Manoa slider once again. There's Anthony Rizzo off to a great start. Fly ball to right in the first inning. 12 game on base streak. And during that streak, hitting 396. They talk about how mentally it's freed him up, not looking at 15 guys on the right side of the infield. Obviously, that's hyperbolic, but he just feels he has a chance if he pulls the ground ball. Bichette shades, but doesn't shift. He's almost behind second. That's about as legally as far as you could go, David, what Bichette's doing. We saw Anthony Volpe make a great play in the previous inning. A similar position. Now, once the ball's released, you can move. You just have to start on that side. Fly ball center. Kiermeyer there. Two up, one out with Judge heading back to first. That brings up Glaber Torres. Singles the left center in the first, came around to score on Cal Calhoun's home run. Inside. You know, the whole idea of banning the shift, Michael. They Theo Epstein talked about it. Major League Baseball has talked about just trying to bring athleticism back into the game. So it's more important than ever for those middle infielders to anticipate the flow of the game. Type of pitch that's coming. That's why your middle infielders have pitch calm too. They'll have it in their ear. They know what the pitch is that's coming. They're in sync with the pitcher and catcher and you can kind of lean one way or the other. And Anticipate where the ball's going to be hit. Two and one. Inside three and one. Well, the Blue Jays really need Manoa to be the pitcher he was the last two years. A lot of this team built around the fact that he's their ace. And so far, one and three, four point eight three coming into this. This is not the pitcher he's been in twenty one and twenty two. Up foul in front of the plate. Three and two. You see a guy who was so dominant, all of a sudden struggle, you start to think about physical things. And I was going to ask you about the precipitous drop in the movement on the slider. What usually is a manifestation of that? Well, it could be mechanical, mm -hmm. but you're right. Maybe the, the workload has gotten to him over the last couple of years. 
He's been a horse. He claims he's fine. Sometimes it becomes mental when you're struggling with a particular pitch. 2021 that slider had over 15 inches of horizontal break overall 15.5. This year it's down to 12.7. Almost three inches less sweep or horizontal movement on it this year. We've seen it kind of inconsistent right kind of ones up one he leaves in one backs up when he throws his good one it's missing off the plate and that's the strategy when you face him get him on the dish get him on the plate especially with the slider don't chase if you can. Fly ball center field Kiermaier is there. Two outs. Let's take a look at the Yankee leaders brought to you by Citizens Made Ready. We mentioned the Yankees have the most home runs in May with 28, followed by the Braves and the Royals. They're tied with 23. Dodgers and Rays and the Cardinals. So they have two tonight with Judge and Calhoun. You know, according to what player fan may like or not like, Every addition back to the pre-planned lineup means so much. How much did Judge mean when he was out those 10 games? Look how different the lineup feels with Aaron Judge there. Push button. It's a beauty by Belt. It's going to be a base hit. And David, I think the same thing goes for Giancarlo and for Josh Donaldson. Just makes the planning for a pitcher different. I agree completely. The deeper the lineup it is. And then if you're going to try a butt, Leading off an inning is probably the right time to do it. Nobody out. Try to get something started on a new pitcher. So here is Kirk. Did David mention this in the open? This could be the last time we see Brito if, in fact, everything goes well with Severino and then he comes back on, on Sunday. And the way the the fill in starters have worked. The guy who has done the best has been Herman. Then it would be Schmidt and then it would be Brito. So in that order when people come back you'll see those those pitchers eliminated or sent down or go to the bullpen. Yeah, you need to maintain your starter rotation depth and if you send Brito to AAA then you may you keep him stretched out. Don't you believe that Schmidt's tempting to put in the bullpen? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the argument there is that if you put him in the bullpen and keep Johnny Brito here, then you lose starting rotation depth because mm -hmm. then Clark Schmidt won't be stretched out. You'll start using him more regularly as a multi-inning reliever, and then you lose that extra piece in the rotation. So you figure Severino comes back it would be Brito down to AAA and then if Rodon comes back when he comes back then you would assume you'd move Schmidt to the bullpen. Possibly yes at that point depending you make that decision when you have to. So the best late plans you know get changed quickly in this game on this level. One thing about Johnny Brito is, is he's, he's done pretty well when you think about it he's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to be in AAA still developing. He's lost that development time. Again, valuable experience up here, but he needs work on that third pitch. He needs work on his breaking ball, especially against right-handed batters. 
Chopped the third. Let's see if they could turn two. There's one. There's two. Glaber took his time knowing exactly who was running. So it's an around the horn, a double play. Well, first things first, Oswaldo Cabrera is a really good infielder wherever he plays, and Glaber had a little trouble getting the handle there. Kind of juggled it just a bit. But I think we've lost sight, you know, with Oswaldo Cabrera playing the outfield so much and moving around. He's a really good infielder no matter where he plays. Third base, outstanding, a really good shortstop and second base as well. So this role that Cabrera's in now suits him much better. 0-1 on Kiermaier. Fair or foul. How about right on the chalk line? And there's no guarantee he's going to get a double out of this. You see him out of the box. He smells it. And you got to turn it on right here. And this is where he gets it. The burners come on. And he outruns that throw. Super shot off the end of the bat. But long through the zone and kept it fair. Here's Cabrera. Cabrera walked in the second, then promptly got picked off at first. Two and oh. Think if you're Volpe and you're thinking about stealing third, you might want to wait for Higashioka up there, the right-handed swinger. He's got Manoa's attention, and that's what I love about the potential distraction that he brings. And speaking from experience, Michael, that drove me nuts on the mound. Just another thing to worry about. Is this kid going to go? Next thing you know, you fall down 3-0 because of that distraction. The residual effect of speed and the potential of a stolen base. Fifty-eight pitches for Manoa, 29 strikes. So 50-50. Three oh. Three and one. For Cabrera, get something to pull. And a walk. Second walk of Cabrera. First and second, nobody out. That'll bring up Higashioka. And that'll bring up Pete Walker, the pitching coach. Luis Ross, the verbal sign. When a pitcher that's been so good suddenly loses his command, two things come to mind. One is, is this a precursor to him not being right physically somewhere, somehow? Is he telling the truth? Is he okay? That's the first thing that shows up when you start to get fatigued or broken down a little bit is you lose the radar, the command of your pitches. 
Secondly, you start thinking about confidence too. You start guiding it. You, you don't throw with as, as much much conviction. You stop trusting your stuff. Well, the Blue Jays are expecting a bunt here from Higashioka. Hicks is on deck. First and second. Nobody out. Yankees have a three-nothing lead. Big cut. And when, when you look for like problem physically, people automatically, well, the velocity is fine, but that doesn't mean that you can generate velocity. Yeah, absolutely. The first thing to go is command. You can still generate arm speed, but to be able to hold onto the ball and throw it where you're trying to throw it is is the first piece of the puzzle that goes when you start to get fatigued or broken down. 0 and 2. Now you don't dare make the first out at third, but if there's one out, you could see this duo with a double steal as Hicks is up. Now he'll be batting from the left side, giving Kirk a clear throw to third, but we'll see what they do. Foul back. It's there for the taking when, when Volpe wants it. And as you said, Michael, Cabrera will follow. Manoa going to the changeup just to show you that against a right-handed batter in a strikeout situation, he's not trusting the slider. Two straight changeups to Higashioka. Way out in front, just got a piece. Now the man behind the plate, Alejandro Kirk, has thrown up four of 19 attempted base stealers, so that's 21.1%. The major league average this year is 21.6. So he's right about average. Volpe has five steals of third base. 13 overall and 13 tries. Grounded foul. Take a look at Kyle Higashioka two pitches ago. Oh, we got a little splinter off the end of that bat. Not enough to get a new bat. He just, yeah, he just doesn't even know. Line drive, it's a base hit to right field. Cutting it off is Springer. They're going to wave home Volpe. He will score. Moving to third is Oswaldo Cabrera. It's an RBI single for Higashioka, and it's 4-0 Yanks. Well, just outstanding bad control from Kyle Higashioka, who inside outs that fastball. First and second, nobody out. Let me have a productive at bat. Oh, yeah. I'll take a knock at an RBI as well. Volpe got caught going back there. Wasn't sure if that was going to get caught on the line drive. Plenty of speed to recover and go ahead and score. Here's Aaron Hicks. Single this first time up. He takes a strike. Six hits for the Yankees in. Three plus innings against Manoa. 
First and third, nobody out here in the fourth. Now you go for the knockout punch if you're the Yankees. Aaron Hicks in the nine hole. You're ready to turn over the order again. Still nobody out. One and one. Two and one. You know, Manoa has said that one of the promises here, he's he's trying to hit corners. He said, my stuff is good enough. I should just throw strikes. But he doesn't seem like he has the confidence to just throw the ball over the plate. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Confidence is so fleeting. Now he's spraying the ball. You could tell 3-1. A lot of good at bats and a lot of good swings from this Yankee lineup tonight. Top to bottom. And he walked him to load the bases. Well, there's action in the Blue Jays' bullpen. John Schneider will have to decide when he wants to take the ball from Manoa. You know, at some point you have to protect your young starter. Bases loaded, nobody out. You're already in the middle of a long inning. The start is starting. It's starting to unravel on him out there. So for for a manager, you have to you have to get to the point where you have to protect him. And not hang him out to dry, even though you need some more more depth from him. Nate Pearson is throwing in the bullpen. Cabrera at third. Higashioka at second. Hicks is at first. Bowers at the plate. Popped up, shallow center. Bichette is there for the first out. And now he has to face Aaron Judge. Judge with a home run in the first inning to right center, then he walked in the third. Bases loaded, one out. Way outside. Judge is completely in the driver's seat right here. Make sure you get a good pitch to swing at. Takes the strike. Four runs, six hits for the Yankees. No runs, one hit, a bunt single by the Blue Jays against the combination of Brito and Cordero. One one. There's a slider. One thrown well. Effective one and two. A 
against Manoa two for 20. But the two left the yard. Foul the way. Ooh, good pitch to hit there. Just missed it. Tell judges about body language. He knows it. He got a real hanger. Gyro slider sitting right there. And the one two outside two and two. Anthony Rizzo is on deck. Bases loaded, one out. One run in. It's 4 nothing Yanks. And the pitch. Three and two. Crowd wanted it. Manoa wanted it. Well, our scouting report was dead on, right, for our umpire back there? Hitter friendly. And now Bondrak is telling the Blue Jays dugout enough. I heard you enough. Three two. Checks the swing. He does not go. That'll force in a run. Judge picks up another ribby. Yankees pick up another run. It's 5 nothing. Let's take a look at the pitching decisions presented by Sage. Well, it's an excellent at bat as he spits on that first slider away. Takes that one. Really good one there from Manoa. That one hangs. He wants that one back. And now Judge does what Judge does best. Make him throw the ball over the plate and not chase. And the pitch outside to Rizzo as they continue to hang with Manoa. 81 pitches. Still one out here in the fourth. Bases remain loaded. Upstairs. Two and one. Yankees started with the opener. If you just tuned in, six up, six down against Jimmy Cordero. And then Brito started the third. Gave up a bunt, lead off single to Belt. Quickly erased on a double play off the bat of Kirk. Kiermaier with a fly ball to center. So nine up, nine down, minimum nine. That's the numbers on Manoa so far. 82 pitches. Doesn't look like he's coming out. Five walks, six hits. Grounded to Volpe. One away. Has, has Volpe's defense surprised you this year based on the reports that we heard? Well, the one report you always heard, he didn't have the arm for sure, and I have not seen the, the arm being short at all, and he makes the plays. I, I think he surprised some people terms of some of the scouting reports we got not not that we didn't expect him to be good but he's better than advertised at short 
And Buna said he projects as a shortstop. But a lot of people say, well, eventually he'll move to second. The Yankees don't think that. They think he's a shortstop. Yeah. Line to right field. It's a base hit in front of Judge. So Bichette picks up a one-out single. Dynamic swing of Bo Bichette, the coiling leg kick, fighting that pitch off. Guerrero 0 for 1. Pitch inside. This is the part of the lineup that the opener strategy is based on. Johnny Brito trying to get through the tough part maybe twice tonight. That's all not three times. Grounded foul. David did you call your buddy George Brett 70th birthday today. Wow. I know that's. It's, it's remarkable because you know when he broke in in the mid the late 70s I was a teenager you know worshiping him and I got a chance to be a teammate. One and two he was larger than life in, in Kansas City kind of felt like he put Kansas City on the map him and Hal McRae and that those Royals teams of the 70 70s. Two and one. They're tight at the bottom of the zone for pitchers tonight. Glaber one for two with a run scored. Popped it up. Belt giving it a look. But it's in the seats. Checked up the sound system here with the roof open. They Michael. really have. It's a lot of fun during the radio show today. <laughs> Three and two. Like house music going on here earlier in the day for mm -hmm. BP. Upstairs, so a walk to Glaber Torres, and his problem with walks continue. Josh Allen was here, Buffalo Bills, great quarterback, taking BP. Pretty nice swing, right? Yeah, representative, big dude. And Michael, he actually hit it up into the second deck, which was impressive. But he wasn't the only one that was here. Matt Barkley was here as well. He hit five out during that little session, and Matt Barkley and Garrett Cole actually grew up in the same area. Uh, they played for a rival 
high schools. Obviously, Garrett, a baseball player, Matt Barkley, a big time football player. Garrett said that he had gone to games, watched him play football in the past, both in high school and college. And ever since high school, everyone had always told Garrett Cole that they were born not only on the same day, same year, but in the same hospital. Now, today, he met Matt Barkley for the first time, and he asked him about that. And he said, no, that's not true. I wasn't born at that, <laughs> at that hospital. Uh, but still pretty cool. They share the same birthday. And they now live just a few minutes away from each other in Newport. Matt Barkley, the backup quarterback for the Bills behind Josh Allen. Pitch outside, 3-0. There's Barkley and Cole talking. No, I, I wasn't born in the hospital. What are you talking about? Nope. Let the facts get in the way of a good story. Just go with it. Cole's big enough to be a quarterback. Has the arm. Another walk. One and one. Zimmer would walk up and down the dugout too with his chest out, talking smack to his team. He was a beauty. He loved managing in Chicago. Think about it, he managed the Red Sox, he managed the Cubs. When Joe was ill, he managed the Yankees for a while. Great baseball guy. Yeah, he lived in a high rise right behind Wrigley Field. So he'd wake up in the morning and look at the flagpoles to see which way the wind was blowing. Make out his lineup based on that. Three and two. One thing Zimmer was the best at, Michael, and I know you've seen him do it, was arguing with umpires. With his eyes popping out, head bobbing. Grounded right to Volpe. Gets a nice hop. Two away. Now a word from Duncan. Duncan rewards are a hit. Save them, stack them, use them how you want. Not a member? Join on the app today. So two away here in the fifth. And that'll bring up Whit Merrifield. Johnny Brito adapting well to this opener strategy. He's been very sharp. And a strike. Timed his warm up very well in the first inning and then shut it down and then followed along in the second inning. So he had plenty of time, but handled it all very well. Now, I really feel you and I have talked about this a month ago, I believe, on air. But I think the back of the Yankees rotation is a candidate for the opener strategy, both Clark Schmidt and Johnny Brito while he's here. Or candidates for that, especially with a, somebody like a Jimmy Cordero and a right-handed hitting lineup. One and two on Merrifield. Now, obviously, if you get Carlos Rodon back and Luis Severino back, then that changes things. But so far, so good tonight. <laughs> 